0: Support for WABE comes from Capital Good Fund, introducing Georgia Bright Solar Lease Program, a new rooftop solar initiative designed to create pathways to equitable and inclusive solar, sustainability, and monthly savings for Georgians. Learn more at georgiabright.org. For Thursday, October the 13th, 2022, it's The Brief from WABE. I'm Jim Burris. The U.S. Justice Department has filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against Bartow County, alleging the county fired two black employees based on racial discrimination. As Christopher Alston reports, Bartow officials call the allegations outrageous. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Carlin
1: Loyal and Bobby Turner were employees in the county's road department. Court documents
0: say Loyal was subjected to racial harassment after complaining to Human Resources that he'd received text messages from a co-worker, including a racial slur. Loyal and his
1: brother-in-law, Turner, who knew about the incident, were both fired two weeks later. The complaint alleges that neither man had a prior history of discipline. Bartow County Administrator Peter Olson says the two men were fired for repeatedly falsifying timesheets and claiming overtime hours they didn't work. He says the county does not racially discriminate and would have taken the same action against any employee. The Justice Department is seeking monetary damages and new anti-discrimination policies from the county. Olsen says the county
0: will be contesting the suit vigorously. Christopher Alston, WABE News. Opening arguments took place today in the federal trial of Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill. He's accused of using unreasonable force against seven pre-trial detainees my Vance has more from day one of the trial.
1: Persecutors say Hill willfully violated his use of force training by strapping detainees to restraint chairs for four or more hours at a time. The restraint chair was used as punishment, persecutors say, even when no threat was posed by detainees, and that they left him with several injuries like scars and cuts. Hill's attorneys say the restraint chair was used during the intake process where detainees could be most volatile. His attorneys also say Hill is, quote, different from other sheriffs and that his jail is, quote, strict and orderly. They say his methods are legal and legitimate. Dormia Vance, WABE News.
0: U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock is asking Wellstar Health System not to stand in the way of Atlanta Medical Center employees who are taking jobs with other companies. The Democratic senator sent a letter to Wellstar's CEO ahead of its planned closure of AMC's emergency department, scheduled for Friday. Jess Mador reports. In the letter to Wellstar Health System President and CEO Candace Saunders, Warnock expresses concern that Wellstar may enforce employment non-compete provisions that could prevent Atlanta Medical Center physicians from working for other area hospitals. Such physician provisions are not uncommon in healthcare. Warnock's asking Wellstar not to enforce them as it prepares to close Atlanta Medical Center. Wellstar didn't respond to WABE's requests for information about its physician contracts. In a recent statement, the company says more than 1,400 AMC staff members have so far accepted jobs at other Wellstar facilities. The century-old hospital is slated to completely shut down next month. Jess Mador, WABE News. A new survey of professors at Georgia's public colleges and universities shows most respondents are unhappy with recent changes to the tenure process. Martha Dalton has more. The university system says the changes are meant to strengthen tenure by holding faculty accountable. But professors say the changes make it easier to remove tenured faculty. And 57 percent of those surveyed said it would affect whether they want to stay. Some said they'd already started looking for new jobs. UNG professor Matthew Bodie says that's a bad sign. I think that that shows that many, many people are thinking about it. They might all do it, might not all find jobs. It's a terrible job market. But yes, if you're even thinking about it, you show the impact of these tenure changes. Bode heads the Georgia Conference of the American Association of University Professors, which conducted the survey. The survey results also revealed almost 70 percent of respondents wouldn't recommend Georgia's university system to peers in other states. Martha Dalton, WABE News. Two years ago, Atlanta suburbs helped propel Joe Biden and two Democratic Senate candidates to victory in Georgia. A new poll from the Georgia News Collaborative and WABE suggests a tight U.S. Senate race and Republican Governor Brian Kemp leading his Democratic challenger, Stacey Abrams. WABE Sam Greenglass reports on whether the suburbs will again power Democratic wins in this historically red state.
1: Over the years, Adam Pye has voted for Democrats and Republicans. Neither party satisfies me, but I'll probably end up voting for the Democrats down the ticket. Um, Not something I normally do, but because of all the MAGA stuff, that's a... uh, of a deal breaker for me pie his wife and their dog penny are relaxing on the manicured town green in upscale alpharetta it's the kind of suburban republican stronghold where democrats have been making gains as kemp and abrams face off for a second time this fall both are competing for independent voters like pie and brianna clinton who's watching her grandkids frolic at the nearby splash pad the
0: inflation is something that will come and go the abortion thing is here to stay, and I don't like it.
1: Democrats hope abortion rights will swing voters their way. Republicans think inflation will work in their favor, now that Trump's not on the ballot. But the suburbs aren't simply blown one way or another by the cycle's political winds. Their politics are also shaped by demographics as they grow and diversify.
0: A lot of people are transplants, for sure, from all over the place.
1: Nikki Samet moved to Alpharetta a year ago from California. She has a new baby girl strapped to her chest, and she knows a lot of young people like her moving in.
0: Our community that we hang out with is definitely more diverse and open-minded.
1: Democrats often talk about demographics as destiny in Georgia. But the political climate and, yes, individual candidates matter, too. Is 44. Outside a taco shop, Krista Wagner is sipping a frozen wine, watching the Georgia football game on a big outdoor screen. Wagner voted for Trump in 2016 and then Biden in 2020. somebody saying there's an election that was stolen before the election even happens? I really voted my conscience on that. But her flip to the Democrats that year, it wasn't permanent. Like many voters, both inflation and abortion are top of mind. But Wagner's voting Republican for governor, despite her opposition to the restrictive abortion law that Kemp signed. She says the abortion law isn't a deal breaker. I'm upset with that, but I'm also really worried financially. I know that there are other states that will keep it. If there's ever a woman who needed my help, I'd take her there. Wagner isn't voting for all the Republicans, though. I do like Warnock, so I'll probably vote for him. That's Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. His opponent is Republican Herschel Walker, the former football star. Walker has come under scrutiny for allegations of violence and, most recently, reports he allegedly paid for an ex-girlfriend's abortion, despite his vocal opposition to the procedure. Even before that, some Republicans like Greg Miner were hesitant about Walker. The allegations against Herschel Walker, well, oh, that's something I'll have to take a closer look at because if it's true, that nah, could change my mind. That's one reason something unusual is happening here. Some voters are splitting their tickets. Polls show Republican Governor Brian Kemp and Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock both leading their challengers.
0: Although Herschel Walker was great at
1: football, I don't know that he is great at politics. That's Cameron Llewellyn. He's watching his son's baseball team, the Brewers. They're about to take the field in Sandy Springs. We're in the championship now. Here we go. Llewellyn voted for Biden in 2020, but mostly as a protest vote against Trump. Now he's picking the Republican for governor and the Democrat for Senate. Llewellyn thinks Georgia's blue wave in 2020 wasn't a permanent realignment, especially given the state of the economy. I do think that, unfortunately, it was the moment. Things that I find to be important currently seem to be abandoned by the Democratic Party. Up the road in Johns Creek, students are hosting a debate for legislative candidates
0: leadership ambassadors and I are looking forward to presenting... Voters Judy Zhu
1: and wei Kang Ding are still doing their research. Like for governor, I, I think the incumbent is okay, but uh, you know I, I don't really like the whole abortion law. Ding and Zhu are new voters. We weren't citizens uh, for the first few years, and of course Georgia has become purple, whatever, <laughs> and then it's became more important for us to vote. Georgia's elections have been tight recently. So how suburbanites like Ding and Zoo vote could decide crucial races for Senate and governor. And the results here could tell us something more about where American politics are headed in this pivotal moment. Sam Gringlass, WABE News, Johns Creek.
0: And finally, the Atlanta Braves are headed to Philadelphia with their National League Division Series tied at one game apiece The Braves beat the Phillies last night 3-0. The game was delayed for several hours because of rain, but after five scoreless innings, Atlanta scored all three runs in the bottom of the sixth. And that's it for The Brief. You can find more local news at WABE.org. Christopher Alston is our producer. Alex Helmick is our managing editor. I'm Jim Burris, Amplifying Atlanta. This is 90.1 WABE. Hey, y'all. I'm Mark Kendall. And I'm David Perdue. And we're the hosts of What's Good Atlanta, the new weekly comedy podcast from WABE. On What's Good Atlanta, we run down uplifting and unusual headlines from the universe known as Atlanta. And while we may not be journalists, we are comedians. And we'll be breaking down news and breaking down the stories that make you smile. We're just trying to see what's good, Atlanta. Episodes drop Fridays at WABE.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I get mine from a guy named Craig. Shout out to Craig. W A B E.